Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's up, what's happening, and welcome back in to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. Like always, I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight we're here to talk about the Omaha, Nebraska-bound Auburn Tigers baseball team, baby. That's right, Auburn takes down the number three overall national seed, the Oregon State Beavers, 4-3 to three tonight in the Game 3 deciding winner-take-all matchup. And what a hell of a game it was, man. I mean, absolutely high-intensity just down to the wire, the last the last strike. Incredible, man. Incredible, incredible baseball game. Hell of a game. Somehow Auburn found a way with only three hits to win that baseball game. <laughs> just hats off to Auburn's pitching staff, man. Mason Barnett didn't look very sharp in the first inning, but but settled in after that. He gets out of a first inning jam and settles in and, and just did what Auburn needed him to do. You couldn't ask for much more. Then you hand it over to Carson Skipper, who had the slider uh, really, really tight tonight, working like he has his last few outings. The fastball, he was controlling the fastball. Uh, Really good stuff from Carson Skipper. Made one mistake to Boyd and gave up a two-run bomb. We will talk about that here in a second. And then then you call on Blake Burkhalter to get the final eight outs of the game. And... What do you know, man? He he comes in in the seventh inning and just absolutely shut down. Closes the door, slams it in Oregon State's face, and says, "Hey, let's punch our ticket to Omaha, Nebraska." All right, hell of a hell of a baseball game from Auburn and and from Oregon State. Hey, tip your cap, give Oregon State a standing ovation. Absolutely incredible baseball team, man. the The way they hit the baseball, that eight hits tonight to Auburn's three. And their leadoff, Boyd, is an absolute freak of nature. I mean, you know, last night I said on the pod, you know, does he have, you know, blistering pop? But he hit one tonight. I mean, soon as he soon as he made contact, the bat was coming out of his hands and he was pointing up, baby, number one. The dude is an absolute freak of nature. He is a stud, an absolute stud. Uh, and and you know the, their their lineup, man. They they hit, they hit. Oregon State was a damn good baseball team, and I know I said Auburn was going to sweep them, and I didn't think Oregon State was that great in our little prediction show with me and DG on YouTube. And I was wrong, man. I was wrong. They were ten times better than what I expected. I watched that little game against UCLA in the Pac-12 tournament, and they just. They didn't look that great to me. You know, it looked like, you know, Pac-12 sports, in my opinion, honestly. It just it, it didn't look like there was any defense involved, any pitching involved. It just looked really, really mediocre-like baseball. And so I thought Auburn was going to sweep. They didn't get that done. Uh, Jerpy last night, like we talked about, he was solid. He was nails, and, and he got this to a game three. And then somehow, like I said earlier, man, Auburn finds a way to win a game with only three hits. And you got to give your props to the pitching staff. 
that that's that's honestly all I can say is you, you got to tip your cap to the pitching staff and Sonny Deshera, Sonny Deshera, the thick king, the thick king, baby, uh, took a ball off the knee tonight in the first inning, uh, hit by a pitch, and and then uh, comes comes later on in the game around second. Bobby Pierce hits a liner out there, and he comes around second base and and comes up tenderly and uh, holding on to that hammy it looked like, or you know don't really know what what all that was about, but. Hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he can get some some rest and and get in there and and let that training staff work on him and and get that thing fully healed up before Saturday night when when Auburn takes on the Ole Miss Rebels in TD Ameritrade. That's 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 going to be a damn good one. Uh, Ole Miss took two or three from Auburn earlier in the year, so. You know they were the number one ranked team for a little while in college baseball. They had all the hype. Uh, they their season went off the went off the rails a little bit. They got it back together right here. They were the last team to make it into Omaha, or excuse me, they were the last team to make it into the tournament, the NCAA tournament, and they were one of the I think two teams to not lose a game, uh, making it to Omaha. So Ole Miss is hot. They haven't lost this postseason. They blanked Southern Miss in their Super Regional. They didn't even score a run. So their pitching is lethal. They're looking like the number one team that everybody predicted at the beginning of the year. Um, same goes with Texas. They're rolling. You know, and, and that side of the bracket over there, uh, you got Arkansas. And, and, I mean, it's 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 going to be stacked, man. And it, It's, it's going to be tough. I can't wait seeing Auburn get back to Omaha for this. You know, this is what 19. There was no season in 20, 21, and 22. So uh, Auburn's been to Omaha two of the last three NCAA tournaments. So you know, tip your cap to Butch Thompson, like he, you know, like he said after the regional in the post game presser. It's natty or bust for Auburn baseball. It's it's natty or bust, and it's uh, it's going to be fun, man. Arkansas, Stanford, Auburn, Ole Miss, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, Texas. You know, uh, it's it's a stacked it's a stacked College World Series. It really, really is. It is a stacked College World Series. It's an, and Oklahoma, I, I I left them out. Oklahoma is one of the hottest teams in the country. I don't think. Um, did they, yeah, they lost. Yeah, Oklahoma did lose. Yeah, yeah, Florida. Yeah, they went to a deciding game. So, but they're still hot. You know, they're still hot. Uh, Oklahoma, a really, really good ball club. So, man, looking at that bracket, looking at that bracket, that that is going to be, that is going to be. A and M hasn't lost. Yeah, A and M's the team that hasn't lost. And and A and M with te- with Tennessee getting bounced, who who is the favorite to win to win this bracket, man? I mean, A and M has to be the leader in the clubhouse right now, in my opinion. They're going to be an absolute tough out, but man, just excited for Auburn. Just so excited for Auburn. So so excited for Auburn. Um, man, Omaha bound to. Uh, Two times in the last three tournaments. That's special. That's special. And 
Couldn't ask for a better coach. Couldn't ask for a better group of guys. I've I've watched this team from the very first game this year against Oklahoma. Lost three to nothing. People were doubting. We lost a we lost a game to Yale earlier in the year. A nice little weekend series at Plainsman Park. People were doubting this team. They're like, man, we can't be losing to Yale. I kept telling people, hey, baseball's a funny game, all right? Auburn figure, figures this bullpen out. Auburn figures this bullpen out. And they could have a shot. Auburn could have a shot. If this bullpen gets figured out, Auburn figures out their rotation and everything, they could have a shot to make it to Omaha. And they were predicted to finish, what, seventh in the SEC West. I know some people had them sixth. Most of everybody had them seventh. So, um, hey, for all the doubters, go kick rocks, man. Go kick rocks. And before we start talking about this game, before we start talking about this game, um, man, my dad is diehard Auburn everything Auburn everything just anything Auburn sports my dad is watching it and and I share that same passion right and last year my dad found out that he he needed open heart surgery right and he comes out of the open heart surgery and he's a hundred percent pacemaker dependent and you know, you, you you just don't know. You just don't know after something like that happens, right? 100% pacemaker dependent. That's tough to hear. It it hurts. Um, but man, watching his reaction tonight, watching his reaction tonight when Auburn got the final out and how excited he was. Hey, he fist pumped and and hey, Auburn's going back to the College World Series, man. And. Uh, had me emotional watching them dogpile you know mm, man it means a lot man it means a lot you know people always say don't don't get so invested into 18 to 22 year old kids but damn it I tell you I follow them every single day I follow them every single day you can ask my fiance I, I, I've watched countless hours of Auburn baseball this year and I've followed them every every step of the way and and I wouldn't miss it for the world and I'm just so excited for this team man you made my dad you made my dad one of the happiest people on the face of the earth tonight Uh, I wish you could have saw his reaction it it was second to none how excited my dad was and and you know it, it means a lot, man. And and you look down and they're you know like I just said they're eighteen to twenty two year old kids, but they have a they have a uh, they have a stranglehold on us where where you know they they mean a lot to us. That's why I think that's why when you when you see these kids fail, sometimes we have a lot to say because we're like, man, you know we just expect so much out of them, and I think we we criticize them a little too. A little too hard sometimes, but uh, they just they mean the world to us at the end of the day. And and it's no, you know, we're not trying to be mean to these kids when 
uh, when you know when they do fail, uh, they just mean a lot to us. And and Auburn sports is is uh, it means a lot to me and and my dad and and my brother who also helps me do this podcast. And it's 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 a special night, man. It it really really is a special night. So with that being said gonna run this belly up ad and, and show them you know that uh that we really appreciate them and allowing us to be on their network and and uh, just giving us the opportunity to grow our podcast and and we really really appreciate belly up and if you haven't followed them please go follow them uh, they're great people to be with and and we have enjoyed every single second of it so after this we're gonna break down this uh four to three winner for auburn and and jump right into it so here we go thank you for listening to this belly up sports podcast network product some said we go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here welcome back in everybody and man what a baseball game what a what a lengthy little intro that was here tonight i'm sorry about that uh i had a lot to get off my chest right there it's just, uh, I'm just now settling down, man. I'm just now settling down. It's 10.31. I'm excited. I'm excited, man. I'm ex. Oh, man. Man, I'm excited. Mm. Mm. I'm excited. It's tough. It's tough to uh, bring words together. It's tough to bring words together. Mm. But I'm gonna try to get through it. We're gonna we're gonna hammer this thing real quick. We're gonna break this game down. I'm gonna give you my thoughts on who I thought was really um, just the key contributors tonight, the key contributors and and the guys who just um, really got it done. I mean I mean don't get me wrong, every single guy in 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 that dugout for Auburn tonight got it done. Uh, they played their ass off, but. Man, Mason Barnett. Mason Barnett. He w- he went into the fifth. He gave us four and a third. Gave up five hits, one earned, three walks, five Ks. You did your job. You did your job. After a shaky first inning, after a shaky first inning, he gets runners on first and second. Uh, the leadoff guy in the first inning, he gets a hit. And then I think he gives up a walk, and he finds a way out of it. He he gets the uh, – I believe it was the – what is Oregon State's uh, – it was the four-hole guy, the Melton kid. Yeah, he got him, and then uh, he got uh, Bazana. He got out of it. He got out of it. He got Melton to K, and I think Bazana popped up or grounded out or – uh, one of those, I think he grounded out. I can't remember right off the top of my head, man. It's 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 just uh, swirling right now. But hey, Barney got out of it. He got his pitch count up there in the first inning, but he worked out of the jam, and you love to see it. And and I think Auburn kind of kind of caught a little momentum off that. I think they uh, felt that right there. Barney, you know, he he hopped off the mound with a little emotion, and and I think Auburn kind of said, hey, look. You know, we're here, baby. Like, that's exactly what we wanted to see. We faced a little adversity right there in the first. Oregon State showed that they were ready to play, 
and we got out of it. And, hey, now it's our turn, right? And, look, the first couple innings, nothing was going for Auburn. Uh, had a couple base runners here and there with walks and, and hit batters, and but nothing, you know, no hits or anything like that. Oregon State pitching, hey, tip your cap, man. Um, Oregon State threw the Hunter kid, and, and he went five strong, one hit, two earned, which was obviously the, the Sonny D, uh, big bomb. And then uh, he had a walk and a K. So, you know, he, he wasn't he didn't have powering stuff, overpowering stuff, but he was nasty. He pitched a contact, and he, he was getting ground ball after ground ball. And Auburn, Auburn had a tough time hitting him. Uh, Auburn only got three hits tonight, like we've said multiple times so far. Uh, and, and, you know, he, he did a hell of a job. Uh, the Sebi kid, he come in for two innings. He gave up a hit, two earn, uh, one walk, and, and no Ks. And the Brown kid, he come in for two innings, one hit as well, uh, with four Ks. So their pitching was also lights out, okay? Their pitching was also lights out. And you go into the third, man. You go into the third. Cole Foster comes up. Nobody on. Two outs. Cole Foster in a big spot. Has one hellacious at bat. Alright? And he draws a walk. He draws a walk. So, to all you youngsters out there. Alright? When you're playing in Little League and stuff. And you come up to the plate. With nobody on and two outs, and I've and I've heard it at the park just over this week since I've been watching All Stars. Oh, well, there's two outs and nobody on base. We can't score. Hey, that's that's not true. All right, it takes one swing of the bat, baby. One swing of the bat, and and you make something happen with two. All right, get up there. You have an AB. You work the count, and Cole Foster did just that. And he found his way on base when Auburn really wasn't hitting. They weren't hitting. They weren't hitting at all tonight. But he had a gutsy at bat. He gets a walk. Trots down to first. Sonny DeShera comes up. And off the bat, man, I thought it was a no-doubter off the bat. The, these camera angles at Oregon State were terrible. All right, They were awful. The cameramen were absolutely awful. And off the bat, I thought it was a no-doubter. I said, oh, my God, he just hit that 500 feet. And then the guy, you know, he tracks back to left center, and he's just kind of standing at the wall. And I was like, is that really not going to go? And then he turns and and touches the wall and looks up, and I was like, it's going. And then he kind of leaps up, and I was like, oh, you know, didn't really know if he was going to go up and get it. And then I see it clear the wall, and I'm just like, whew, I exhale. Just, man, that's huge. Auburn up 2 nothing in the third. And then, you know, Oregon State, they answer right back in the third. They, uh, they, you know, like I said last night, that's what championship teams do, man. They were gutsy, all right? Oregon State had gutsy at bats. The Boyd kid, I've said it multiple times on this podcast since this series has started. These two episodes, man. He tripled to left field. Mikey Bello uh, didn't didn't play it off the wall. He he tried to go up and get it, and it come off and beat him up. And Casey Howe gets it, throws it in. Boyd goes for three, slides in safely. And then Meckler comes up and hits a ground ball to second base. 
and Oregon State tacks on a run, makes it two to one in the bottom of the third. Barnett gets out of it, and then we go to the fourth. Auburn isn't doing anything. Um, they actually hit a ground ball to third, ground ball to short, and a ground ball to second. So uh, nothing there. And and like I said, that guy was. I mean, he was he was getting Auburn. He was just pitching to contact, getting Auburn to put the ball on the ground. He was he was dotting the lower half of the zone. It was really good stuff from Oregon State's pitching staff as well. Um, and then you know, Oregon State comes in at the bottom of the fourth. They get a leadoff single, um, and then a, a fielder's choice right there, and then a fly out, and then uh, we get a big K to end the inning. Nothing in the fourth. We go to the top of the fifth, and hey, three more ground outs from Auburn. Oregon State's rolling. They're pitching a contact, like I've said, and uh, Auburn's just not hitting. And then we go into the uh, the bottom of the fifth, and we get a we get a K from the leadoff Boyd, and then we get uh, Meckler hits a ground ball. Was this was this one? Yeah, this was when Meckler hit the ground ball to Sonny D. And Barnett goes to first. He goes to cover first. And Sonny kind of pitches it. And it looked like Barnett got his feet crossed up right there at the bag. Like he kind of shortened up to take another step before he could get that right foot to the bag. And Meckler beat him out. All right, it was it was they touched at the same time. They reviewed it. Meckler stays on the bag, uh, and then Mason walks the next guy, Forrester, the three hole. So now you're coming up. Auburn goes to the pin. They say, "Hey, we can't let this thing get any more uh, hairier, and and we need to go get we need to go get Carson Skipper immediately." Got the lefties coming up with Melton and Bazana and both of these guys homered last night. So let's go get the lefty. And Carson Skipper comes in and gets a and, and gets back to back strikeouts. So absolutely uh, nails right there. Could have could have been really really bad right there. But we get out of it. We end up going to the top of the sixth. Cole Foster uh, grounds out to third. Sonny D draws a walk with a really good AB. And Bobby Pierce doubles down the right field line. That's when Sonny comes up a little gimp going around second base. He gets into third right there, and uh, and Brooks Carlson comes up, works the count, uh, gets gets to uh, put a ball in play right there to second base, and Bazana, who is normally sure-handed, lets the turf eat him up, has a tough time handling it, and tries to pitch it to first, and Brooks beats it out. Sonny D comes in to score to make it three to one. Bobby moves to third, and. Uh, and then Brody Moore, he comes up and uh, and they ran the um, they ran the squeeze, yeah, yeah. Bmo come in and 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 ran the squeeze and and it worked to perfection. The guy um, the first baseman come in and it was really strange that he went with the backhanded flip. He went with the backhanded flip to home plate and just had no mustard on it. Just nothing. I mean, my guy, you can't come in with the backhanded flip, all right? You got to come in and field 
I mean, toss that thing underhanded. Don't that backhanded flip, man. You're just losing so much. You don't really know where it's going. And Bemo with the perfect bunt. I mean, he he has mastered that that little squeeze. Uh, Auburn's gotten some big big runs out of that late in the year. And and Gabe Gross, man, shout out to Gabe Gross, best hitting coach, uh, best offensive mind. Uh, that that <laughs> I mean. Look, I don't want to say in the country because I feel like I, I say that all the time for Auburn. But damn, I mean it's close, dog. It's close. Um, and then you got Casey Howe. He fouled out, and Nate Larue flied out to center. And man, when Nate Larue hit that ball, I felt like it had a little more umph on it. I thought I thought he got all of that one. So Oregon State comes in, nothing in the bottom of the sixth. Carson Skipper uh, just dealing right there, man. Uh, Auburn comes in in the top of the seventh, nothing. Like I said, they only got three hits. And then you come in into the bottom of the seventh, four to one game. Auburn's up, we're feeling good. Nine outs away from Omaha, right? And then you get the nine hole hitter. He comes up and he singles, hits a BB in the left, um, past the diving Brody Moore. And then the Boyd kid, man, the, the leadoff guy, he just hit an absolute nuke in the seventh. I mean, the place is rocking. It's four to three now. Oregon State. The the fans are back in it. It's no longer quiet. And uh, you know they they leave they leave Skipper in to uh, Meckler. He gets him he gets him uh, swinging for one out, and then he walks Forrester. And then they get Melton with two strikes on him, and and Sunny D kind of goes for a pick at first, and Melton. Uh, dribbles one through the three four hole. It looked like Sonny D. If he wouldn't have moved, he possibly could have gotten it. But uh, Forrester uh, stops at second. Bobby Pierce kind of fumbled the ball out there a little bit, but he stops at second. You got runners at first and second, and Huddy comes out and he goes to Burt Coulter and says, "Hey, we got one out, bottom of the seventh. Got to run it on first and second, a one run game. We need you to get eight freaking outs. All right." We need you to get eight outs, what you got. And Bazana, who had homered, like I said, the night before, Burt Coulter sits him down. And then the little pass ball, man, the pass ball by Nate LaRue, that's when, I I mean, my, my heart just drops, man. They got runners at second and third. Uh, a hit puts them in the lead, and Burt Coulter nuts up and gets another K, gets out of it, man. We go to the top of the eighth. Nothing doing for Auburn. Uh, Sonny Deshera in that eighth inning. He did have a nice piece of hitting right there. Uh, they shifted him and and he just slapped one right at the uh, right at where the second baseman would normally be playing and got himself a, a nice little hit right there. But everything after that, they sat Auburn down. And then you go into the bottom of the eighth and Burke Halter with a strikeout, a pop up to second, and a, and a ground ball to to BMO so he sits them down in the bottom of the eighth and hey this is it right bottom of the ninth uh excuse me top of the ninth Auburn's got their bottom half coming up and they do absolutely nothing so I know going into the bottom of the ninth you're nervous I'm nervous uh we're shaking a little bit we're biting our fingernails we don't know what to do man we're just like please just three more outs Burke Halter he's come in in these spots time and times before and and it's just it's been hairy and him trying to get nine eight out saves and everything and it's just 
whoo, you know, like, man, just give me that little bit left you got in the gas tank, right? And Blake Berthalder had one, two, and three coming up right at him. They're best hitters, hands down their best hitters. And that's what I was nervous about. And uh, he struck Boyd out and then uh, got Meckler. Meckler actually teed a ball up there to left, and Bryson Ware, the defensive replacement, in the bottom of the seventh for Mikey Bello, Bryson Ware, really good arm out there and left, plays really good defense, gets really good routes on the baseball. Meckler hit that low-line drive out there in the sun, and Bryson Ware comes in and just makes a, a hell of a play, really tough read off the bat, and just doing a damn job, man. And, and that's why you're there, Bryson Ware, is to make plays just like that. Hell of a performance, like I said, from every guy in the dugout, man. And then Burke Halter just sitting Forrester down on the little check swing. And Auburn celebrates dog piles in Corvallis. What a flight home it's going to be, baby. I mean, absolutely incredible, this Auburn baseball team. Absolutely incredible. From being picked seventh in the SEC West in the preseason to go into Omaha, Nebraska. Incredible. Incredible, incredible. I love it. I love it. We gotta hit better though. We gotta hit better. We can't we can't go out to Omaha and expect to beat Ole Miss with three hits. It's not gonna happen. We might get ran out of the building. Honestly. We might get ran out of the building. But um We are gonna try to get Dustin Smith back on here before our game Saturday night. We wanna get a a little recap of the Oregon State games and uh, get his thoughts on the Corvallis Super Regional. And then we want to look at this Ole Miss game and and talk a little bit about it, talk about our side of the bracket with Arkansas, Stanford, Ole Miss, and and Auburn. And, you know, how does does Auburn match up with these guys? We just want to pick Dustin's brain. He's been a really good guy coming on the show for us. Uh, just just absolutely enjoy his time and getting him on here. He loves Auburn just like I do. And, man, this has been so freaking special. So special. I mean, it's, it's all been worth it. Butch Thompson, absolutely incredible, man. Absolutely incredible. That's my coach. That's my coach. And, and damn it, I don't want anybody else. You can keep all your coaches. I don't want anybody else. Sign Butch Thompson to a Bruce Pearl contract right now. Do it. Make it happen, Al Green. Make it happen. Sign him right now. Because he deserves every bit of it. Two trips to Omaha in the past three NCAA tournaments. Two trips to Omaha for the Auburn Baseball Tigers. You absolutely love to see it. So, with that being said, we're going to sign off on here. Going to Omaha, Nebraska, the Auburn Baseball Tigers, baby. War Damn Eagle, and I'll catch you on the next one. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.